who would be signing a contract to sell a property that wouldn't be the owner of the property? Well, that's what we're talking about today. Welcome to the Utah Real Estate Show podcast, the show where two agents and a lender teach real estate best practices by talking through mistakes we've seen and made. To show, because uh, a trust can own a home, a person can own a home, uh, a company, an S Corp, an LLC, all these entities There's can a lot own of property. different types of, of ownership, or a lot of different entities that can own. Right. right. And so, as a listing agent, they should verify that mm-hmm. <laughs> just so they can keep their job, that who says they're selling the property can actually sell the property. Welcome to another episode of the Utah Real Estate Show. I'm Tyler Kazare, Utah Real Estate Agent. Jason Christiansen, Mortgage Lender. Eric West, Utah Real Estate Agent. So, first thing, you need to go like and subscribe and comment down below. The reason is because we want to know what content you are wanting to see. Mm-hmm. Give well, us some questions yeah. that we can answer. What, what Give us is, questions we can't answer. What, what is what is the, the question that you have, whether it's in Utah, whether it's how to invest, anything about real estate and the lending side, ask us. That's what we want you to see. That's also how we came up with why we're doing the Hot Wings Challenge here. Yeah, yeah. That's content driven. What do you guys want to see? Kind of going into title. This is section 13 of the purchase contract. <clears throat> yeah. Right. right, so it's story time with Jason. Mm-hmm. So, this is what happened. I get a purchase contract. People are buying a house. Old people live there. They sign the contract. Now, mm-hmm. it's owned by an LLC, and we're trying to nail down who can sign for it. What I find out after months is the LLC is actually owned by their son. Son gave his parents property. Then he had them quit claim it back to his company, which they didn't understand they were doing. And then he Mm. continued to use this property in his Ponzi scheme. Feds came in, seized the company. They were in the process of litigating and taking things. And so he was trying to get his parents to sell the property before anything went down. A big mess. Right. But what Section 13 really says is the people who are signing the contract have the authority to do so. And you would think this makes sense. Eric's selling a property. Eric signs the contract. But what if Betty Sue Smith... Well, how do you legally protect and prove that? Because yeah. in the contract states that whoever is signing this has the authority to do this. Right. Yeah. But once again, it's just on that piece of paper. How does that actually... How do you protect the buyer... To actually, who's that? How, how does that happen? So you're going to supply the articles of incorporation or the trust documents to show because uh, a trust can own a home, a person can own a home, uh, a company, an S corp, an LLC. All these entities. There's can a lot own of property. different types of, of ownership, or a lot of different entities that can own. Right? right, and so as a listing agent, they should verify that mm-hmm. <laughs> just so they can keep their job, that who says they're selling a property can actually sell the property. Right. And then when they list it and they get an offer and they accept it within a certain time frame, as the seller's disclosures is a title, a preliminary report, PR title report, that says these are the people that own it. And then if it isn't an individual and that individual who's signing the purchase contract, they should supply the said documents mm-hmm. that dictate who can sign. Because like the Betty Lou Smith Trust dated April 1st, 1978, may not list Betty Lou as an authorized signer. 
Well, and that brings up the good point of this comes back to you don't need to have an agent to help you buy or sell. You don't need (laughs) to have a title company to help you buy. Okay, if if it's all cash, you don't have to have that. A lot of that stuff, the lender says, okay, well, you need to have this and you have this because they're protecting their securities. They have said that you need to have an appraisal. You have to do this, you have to do that because it's protection. That is also the same thing when you're purchasing or buying or selling a home. Even if you're buying it from a friend, a family member, this was a family member, you thought they, they trust them. Talk to a professional, and that's what you're help. That's what you're getting help from when you have a good agent there to help you know it's it's for if things go bad. Yeah, that's I mean, when it really. That, that's where valuable. it is. I mean, are you saving literally a few dollars to know that now you don't even own the home? Like they thought they they don't even own the home. It's not yeah. theirs, right? And that's right. the most common one that we see is a trust that says, "Hey, it's the Tyler because they're a trust." Um, but Tyler Kazare somehow isn't a signer. Right. And that's what we almost all And that's actually super common. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's really common. Especially yeah. in Utah, because everyone transitions stuff into a trust. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is, not, I'm not saying good no, or bad about trust. I'm just saying when it comes time to transact and to convey property, real property, mm-hmm. it can become challenging in order to actually execute. So what the real estate purchase contract is saying, look, by signing this, you're saying that you have the authority to transact on this property. Right. We're going to verify that. But you're saying you're representing that you are doing so with yep. the authority to do so. A trust is really good because it helps protect for the property long term to mm-hmm. set up who will have right to sell this property if the time ever came. I uh, had an issue where an elderly gentleman died. Mm. He did not have a trust set up or a, a, a will a or will anything or something yeah. in place that dictated who was it going to do, and it took. Uh, 11 months almost to get the, the property state decide, sold. Goes into probate exactly. and then litigation-ish. So and, yeah. this comes back into the thing of constantly be thinking about your home. Well, what's going to happen? And here's the thing. Like you go to the doctor, you have your well visits, right? Mm-hmm. I really suggest you have well visits with industry professionals. Just, mm-hmm. hey, Talk to a good agent, talk to a good lender. What's going on with rates? What have you seen? What's trending? That way, if you're like, in the next little while, we're thinking about making the transaction, like you you can know like the Fed easement is ending. So, and within, like if you're like, well, we kind of could move now or we kind of move in two years, right now you're gonna get $70,000 more house for the payment. Yeah, there's Do a lot now. of there's a lot of yeah. so's. There's a lot of eh, I don't really know, but there's nothing wrong with calling up somebody like us and say, "Hey, where are we at?" Like talk to them every six months, once a year, rather out, hey, than where, where's things going. We're moving right now. Do we qualify? Yep, it could save you a bunch. Exactly. So what did we learn today, guys? Mm. Well, my key takeaway is to make sure that if you're transacting on property, that you can actually sign for that. Yeah, it's important to keep in contact with the professionals in the industries you're concerned in. Talk to a lender, talk to an agent regularly, and make sure you're in the spot you want to be. Remember that you need to have a plan moving forward. Even if you don't think that you need that plan, it's a good idea to have that in place. Thanks for watching. We appreciate it. What we would appreciate more is if you would like, comment, and share it with your friends. We appreciate your support. If you want to get in touch with us, shoot us a text at 801-228-7687. Make sure you mention the show. You can email us at the Utah Real Estate Show at gmail.com.
You can watch this show on YouTube and you can listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you learned something or if you really love this show, give us a like on YouTube and drop a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. The Utah Real Estate Show is a production of Hive Collective at Presidio Real Estate with support from Security Home Mortgage. The NMLS number for Security Home Mortgage is 178787. The NMLS number for Jason Christiansen is 240472, Equal Housing Lender. Not only is this not legal or investment advice, but you should definitely talk to a pro before you make any real estate decision. Every situation is different and should be considered in context. Copyright Jason Christiansen, Eric Wist, and Tyler Kazare. All rights reserved. Talk to you next week. But Don't try to make yourself look good. You messed up. Answer the question. <laughs> Tyler. Yeah. I don't. I forgot how to ask it. <laughs> You're the one I just corrected. Him. I know. <laughs> Eric, you started off. I have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> That's, That's talking what we're about. talking about today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about she be the questionator? The questionator. <laughs> I don't know the right Interviewer? Word. Interviewer. <laughs> Good evening, and welcome to the Utah Real Estate Show. Tonight, you have now done six of my takes. Okay. And if it's going to be advantageous for you in the future. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> All right. Oh my is that, God. Is that yeah. okay? Oh, yeah, I'm fine with that. If I remember. I have to script. I have to script for these two okay. to like the very simple phrases. Wait, I want to. Did your grandma and grandpa die? Are you in a trust? Did your time? brother give their property away? Is it time for you to talk to a real estate agent? A good one. Hello, I'm Doctor Cassiano. <laughs> I would like to take your real estate temperature. My pleasure.